Hey everybody, I'm Em. And it's our... And together we're Mr. Board Games. And this is our lonely table. So come take a seat while we go deep diving in the ocean. Welcome back to the Lonely Table, folks. You are here with Mr. Board Games, MNR, the full MNR, as she said last time, almost as cool as the full Monty, but not. <laughs> but not. <laughs> I like to think we're cool. Not as cool as a snowstorm at the end of March, though. Ooh, pun intended, because it was cold. <laughs> it was so cold. Like, like, I think, what, March has been awful, weather-wise, not as a whole as a month i guess i I had yet to decide but march was we started off snowy we got warm like teased totally teased put away my winter coat like thought about booking an appointment to get my snow tires off like was fully ready for spring woke up foot of snow yes it sounds like this really has grinded your gears it has and then so that was the one day, and then, like, a week later, blowing snow, freezing cold, had to get my winter coat out again, had to get my winter boots, had to take a snow day from work, because the roads were crappy. Yeah, you're telling me. Someone had to drive in that at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know. But, you know, it is what it is. The wind blows. It really sucks sometimes being here in Saskatchewan, because you know what they all say, you know? Alberta blows and Manitoba sucks. And we're caught in the middle. It is. You know, we're just you know, a little bit of everything. But I have to say that snow in March is still better than snow in April. And I remember in university, one April, we it was exam time. Was it exam time? Yeah, it was exam time. And it was the spring. And there was snow on, like, it was snowing, and there was ice and freezing rain, and it was awful. Yeah, you know, it, uh, it, it doesn't sound like fun. It was not fun. But you know what? What makes you think winter's over? It's April. Oh, but you just told me that in April of many, many moons ago. Oh my god, so many moons. That uh, you had winter. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and it did snow for my cousin's wedding when she got married the long weekend in May when I was like 11, so. Wow, you can remember when you were 11? I just remember because we didn't expect it to be that cold in Niagara. And I was 11 and I mom had bought me this cute little like summer dress with a sweater for the wedding and the wedding was outside. And I remember being freezing because it was snowing and I had sandals on and this summer dress and it was snowing. But my point is you can remember when you were 11. I can't remember two days ago. Only certain things stick out in my mind like every time that I was freezing cold. On the note of cold though, you know what? I remember, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember having blue ice cream. This blue ice cream, I know it's weird, was associated with the Blue Jays. I think it was the Blue Jays. I really don't remember. It was in, I know it was Toronto, and I remember getting blue ice cream, and I can still picture that flavor. Yes, I said picture. 
And I can remember the taste, but I cannot remember what the ice cream was. And I can never, ever find it again. Ever. I don't think they make it anymore because you're not the only person that I've had this conversation with. Well, we've had this conversation before, but I've had this conversation before with somebody that I went to high school with who talked about this ice cream all the time and his mom tried to recreate it. And essentially when she, I don't know where she found it, probably Pinterest because that was a big thing, but she found this recipe, but it was kind of tasted like Fruit Loops. Okay. I don't remember tasting like Fruit Loops. And it, like, even at that time, my friend was like, it's not quite the same, but it, yeah, it was kind of like a Fruit Loopy, like a fruit taste, like a fruit bubblegum taste. And it was just this bright blue color, kind of like the Ocean's Box. Oh, I was going to say something, but okay, we can go into it. No, you can say your thing. Say your thing. I was just going to say on the note of ice cream, though, I remember in grade six or seven, I was in school, elementary school, and I remember our class, whatever teacher we had, decided to try and teach us how to make ice cream in class. It was the old-fashioned kind of way, like you had to do the churning with your hand and everything. Oh, we did it in like cans and you toss the can back and forth no no we all had an ice cream maker and they gave us an ice cream uh, recipe and we all mixed it i remember turning churning it as a little kid and it was painful but it is what it is i remember then eating the ice cream and you want what that ice cream tastes like we were trying for vanilla you know what flavor i got milk salt oh because you probably put the didn't put the salt on the ice you put the salt in the ice cream i think so yeah. Either way, it was a salty ice cream. Like the ocean. Exactly. Well, not ice cream, <laughs> but it's the salt water, yes. <laughs> yes, it is oceans. It has salt water in it. On another, like, a little bit of a, an aside, I have an ice cream maker for attachment for the KitchenAid. FYI. We just have to freeze it. Yeah, but I'm probably just going to make it taste like salt and who wants salted ice cream. Okay, well, we just don't let you it's, put the ingredients in. It's not salted caramel. It's just the straight up salted ice cream. Yeah, no, we just won't let you put the ingredients in. No, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But let's talk about some salt water. Yes, in let's case talk you haven't figured ocean. it out, we I played a game on the table called Oceans and it was by a wonderful company called North Star Games who you may be familiar with if you've ever played or seen Evolution. The board game, not actual Evolution, because I don't think North Star is really responsible for us evolving. But who knows? You never I will know. have to ask Dominic if we... I'm sorry. <laughs> the Oceans box is a very, very colorful box. Mm -hmm. And that is why you told me to go get it. Well, actually, I bought it without you knowing. But you have to admit, like, one of the reasons we did get the game is that it is very pretty. It is. The artwork is fantastic. On inside the game and outside the game. And you were really excited about the deep part of the game. I thought it would be a unique concept, yes. And? It's still a unique concept, yes. <laughs> Perfect. So do you want to give a quick overview of what we just did or the game itself? The game itself. The game itself. Okay, Oceans is a, a game where we have to create a, a species of some sort. Or what did you say? We're making species, spe oh, species, species of fishies to live in the ocean. Or what'd you say? You said it in the video. I can't remember. Uh, that was like matter. an hour and a half 
ago. Oh, jeepers. Um, anyways, you have to create species and you make them by drawing cards. You have a card and then you play a card and it creates a species. Then the species need to eat and then they age, and which is how you score. And if you can't feed them, they die. Of course, you want to be the dominant force in the ocean. So therefore, you get stronger. About getting stronger, you've got your surface cards, which is the well-known world. It's everything we know. Speed, apex predator. And then we Symbiotic. Had, symbiotic was a, was a godsend this time around. And... But then there's the deep, which is the unknown, which is kind of fantasy, like a kaiju, a leviathan, a kraken, which I have actually had all three. Yes. Yep. I don't know how that happened. Not this game, but yeah, I have across all the three. games that we've played. Yeah. Yep. And as she has already said, it took us about an hour and a half. It should take about that. Sixteen to ninety minutes, according to the box. However, we did a modification. What modification did we do, Em? We took out some of the fishies. So when you play with two players, you get 120 fish to put in the reef and in the ocean. And this um, symbolizes your population and food. And we cut it down. I would say we cut it down like 30%. Like we took away 30% of the fish um, because when we played our you know, first playthrough, it took forever. And I mean, some of that was reading the book. Some of that was strategic planning. But also, with just two people, 160 fish seemed like a lot to us, and we didn't want our video to be forever. Um, So we did cut out some of the fish. And I just did the math. I think we only used 70 fish, not counting the reserve. Yeah. Because... Um, what happened was I won barely. Yeah, R won. The score was thirty nine forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your last move was to get eight food from the reserve pile. So yeah, about seventy. Yeah, about normal that. cards. Yeah, normal. Yeah. yeah, that was and took us a little while. Um, I like the game. I like the game too. I think it plays pretty similar to evolution. So if you are familiar with evolution, it's pretty easy to learn. Um, There is some differences. You're not going with size and population. You're not trying to balance those. You're solely looking at population and your traits. Um, The deep does have some fantasy traits in there. Um, some things that are more like sci-fi, but also some things that actually do exist in the wild, like bioluminescence and um, that thing that the anglerfish do with the little like luring. There's some traits in there that are like that, which you would actually find in the ocean for predators, um, but I'll, some of it and all of it, <laughs> some to most of the cards are a little bit fantasies. Like my personal favorite from today, which was my little fishy evolved to have sparkles. Sparkles. Because sharing is caring. And it was such a little cute card with a little pink and purple narwhal. And he looked so happy. And it was one of our iridescent cards that we got as a promo when we backed it on Kickstarter. So that was super fun. Look at you and your fancy iridescent word. Uh, one thing I'm going to say personally is I don't like one little feature of the game specifically, which is the fact that maybe we're playing it wrong, but when you get to the point where it's play two cards, 
oh my gosh, I just don't want to play cards sometimes. And then on top of all that, your surface cards are all the same, which is great for a starter, but then when you get to the ocean, you can't get rid of the ocean cards, and you have to play them. Yeah. You can't discard them. you can discard them. You can discard them before you pick up. I'm going to have to check that, because I'm pretty sure the rule says once you have them, you can't get rid of them. Oh, the deep cards. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you can't discard yeah, the ta- deep I'm cards. Say, did I say a different word? Yeah, you said ocean cards. Yeah, okay, the deep ocean cards you cannot get rid of, which is a pain sometimes. Yeah, especially because when you go to pick them up, you draw three, and then you get to choose one. And sometimes you just pick up three, and you're just like, I don't want any of these at all. And then they kind of stuck in your hand. And I agree with you. I wish that there was more variation with the surface traits. I feel like there's 12 different types of surface card. Nine or 12. I, I'm i just thinking about like the little yeah. chart that's in the um, reference card. But I feel like the last... We've played two games. I feel like I've seen only the same cards yep. the whole time. I, I didn't feel like I got a good variety at either time. Um, I feel like in Evolution that there's more. Var- a few more, yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's, I mean, there is obviously some repetitive traits, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's more variety in Evolution. Um, I hope maybe if they do an expansion for Oceans that we get um new surface traits to be honest like i feel like there's lots of good deep like every deep card is different from every other deep card but there's not like in the i don't know like there's so many just go with a lot yeah there's so many surface cards and only so many types and you just kind of like oh look i have four tentacles right like, I mean, you can... Well, some people would really like to have four tentacles because it would make their life a lot easier. I mean, I would like to have, like, maybe one tentacle. Mm, I'm just going to go with no tentacles. I kind of like my hands and my well, arms. Well, I, I, I mean, like, in addition to my arms and my legs, and I would like to have just a couple look ten- weird. tentacles. Well, like, especially if I could, like, use them for, like, grasping Just trying to things. envision you wiggling. Just wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. It's weird. <laughs> Don't lie, you're into it. And just wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> I feel like if you did not play with the ocean cards, the deep ocean cards, the deep cards, it would be a pretty boring game. Yeah, like the reef variant. Mm-hmm. It would be the same thing over and over and again. And the thought that, like, when looking when we were looking at the rule book and it said like the game was initially designed not to have deep cards, I was kind of like, well, looks like, like they fixed it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, good because. I don't think the game would be that enjoyable if there wasn't deep cards. Besides that, did we have fun? Yes. Yes, we did. Will we play it again? Yes, we will. And I would be excited to play it with more people, I think. Yeah, things are going to go by a little bit differently because especially that left to right feature on the cards. Yeah, exactly. Make me things different. And I think in Evolution, when you have... Um, is protected to the left or the right. It's only your species. Whereas in the ocean, you're all mingling together. That's the whole idea. So you can kind of leech off of your neighbors. So I think it would be interesting with more 
players. And I know I have lots of friends who are very interested in it, so it shouldn't be hard to find somebody to play with. Are they part of your only friends? They are part of my only friends. Ooh. Only friends doesn't actually exist. Just All in my there. mind. Anywho, it is a game for two to five players, I think it is. Two to yes. four to five. Uh, two to four, I think initially, and we have the when we backed it, we got a special promo where we can have um, an extra player, an extra two players. We have Excellent. a five to six expansion. Yeah, two to four, ages twelve and up. I was just about to say the next thing is it's kind of aged for everyone, really. I mean, I know it says ages twelve, but you could easily, if you have a ten year old or something who can get a decent grasp, or if you got a or you work in a partner. Uh, definitely something that's colorful. It's fun. It's except for a couple of the the, the deep cards are a little spooky, but you know. But I mean, you could you know remove cards from the deck. You could tailor it to being more appropriate. And I mean, it could vary if you were trying to teach your kids evolution or science, or um, wanted to challenge them even in their reading a little bit. It's a good um, game to introduce them to. I recommend it to almost everyone. Um, I don't really have a specific person that would say to go for it. No, I feel uh, like... You definitely need to recommend it to your friend who doesn't believe in narwhals, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I'm going to have to shoot her a message. I don't think... Send her a helped. picture of, sp of Sparkle I'm and say gonna... they exist. Uh, <laughs> Literally, they exist. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Here at Mr. Board Games Only Table, we give our games a brief little rating, a rating between a zero and a five, with a zero being... You can skip over this game altogether, and five being an absolute staple in any game collection. We do not rate them as a critic would. We rate them just on how if they should go to a collection. Uh, on that scale, what does M give Oceans? A big yawn is what she gives Oceans. Sorry. It's I guess she thinks the game is actually boring. No, it's Zero. late. And I'm starting to get sleepy. Um, I don't know why, because I slept for forever. But I I feel like it's a three and a half. She likes the fractions. I don't I, do, I don't bother with the fractions. I know you don't bother for with the fractions. Um I think it's a three and a half. And I'm going to say that it belongs in most collections if you have a thematic collection towards um you know maybe you're just really into miniatures well maybe not um if you didn't enjoy evolution obviously not if you don't believe in evolution don't pick it up <laughs> Ooh, daggers daggers <laughs> i'm gonna throw some shade there at the people who don't believe that we evolve um <laughs> Okay, no, actually, I'm going to adjust my score. I'm going to say four. Because I really can't find anything that is super bad about well, owning like, the game. Like I said, we don't really do critiques here. So my number is a three because it's easy to learn, easy to play, a little bit longer to play. But it can be modified as we did today. And it could work in almost any collection, depending on where you're at. It's not an absolute staple, but it's definitely something to take a look at. So I'm a well-rounded three yeah and i agree with that um 
And when you said earlier, like, here at Mr. Board Games, we believe I wanted to be like in narwhals. <laughs> we do believe in narwhals, but that's a different thing altogether. <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> Madam M, anything else you'd like to let our wonderful people, thank you for tuning in. I want to let the lovely people know that they tuned in, that they should also check out our Twitter and our Instagram and follow us on social means if they are interested. Um, Also, they should buy their board games locally. And uh, until next time... Well, I was also going to say, and YouTube, we're on YouTube. Oh, right, and YouTube. Oh, my gosh. That's repeat. That's our main source. I just source. assume that if you find our podcast, you've watched our YouTube channel, and I am... Well, not everyone's into these kind of things. No, that's true. Some people are just into our podcast, I guess. So, and we're also on YouTube, and on further notes of anything, we play various board games, we unbox various board games, and we offer you to invite us to open a game or play a game that was your favorite yeah yeah if you have suggestions or comments let us know we will be happy to respond you can always reach out to us on social media is probably the best way um you'll get one of us pretty quickly if you insist i'm sure you could send us an email (laughs) we don't check it very often the link is attached to the youtube there will be a link um is that everything? I think so. That is everything. I just want to say to everyone, thank you for your continuing support. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, things are hitting the ground running, and but we're running by keeping it on the rails. And we're keeping the dice on the table. Have a good night. 